Mercury could not handle the heat that Mars and the Sun were bringing into Scorpio and he had to move out. And guess where he lands? In the equally hot territory of Sagittarius. Our prince is now stuck between a wall and a very difficult place. So let's find out what that means for us. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Astrology podcast from Bhagyashree Holistic Astrology. Well, thanks to your great response, the January batch of the mini makeover plan has now started. I mean, we are already done uh, with the October batch and we are progressing there. So that's great. So we'll start with the January batch soon. If you want to join in, let me know. Today we are discussing Mercury in Sagittarius. Mercury will move here on November 27th. On December 13th, it will go retrograde and then it will enter Scorpio again on December 28th. So it will be a very interesting set of movements from Mercury at the end of the year. And then on January 7th, it will come back to Sagittarius. So you see here that I told you about Mercury like rushing into Sagittarius and finally realizing it has missed something coming back into Scorpio and that's precisely what it is going to do now. So let me tell you once again on November 27th Mercury goes into Sagittarius. On December 13th it goes retrograde start moves uh, starts moving backwards. Um, it will enter Scorpio on December 28th and then on January 7, 2024 it will again come back to Sagittarius. So yeah, this is going to be very haphazard. <laughs> the planet wanted to get rid of the hyper-masculine and fixed influence of the Sun and Mars. And now it is stuck with another masculine planet and his very masculine influence in Sagittarius. Right? For now, we'll be focusing only on the entry into Sagittarius and the later retrogression. So when Mercury enters Sagittarius, it's a very lonely but a very hot place. Sagittarius is a fire sign. It's the natural ninth house and it's owned by another masculine planet, Jupiter. The good news is that Jupiter has a very different sort of masculinity. Okay, It is generally very benefic in nature and this allows Mercury some breathing space. Mercury wants to learn about different subjects when it is in Sagittarius. It'll try to be a lot more flexible and learn new things, especially things related to religion, philosophy, doctrine of different natures. So maybe Mercury wants to learn about his own religion. Maybe he wants to learn about a different religion or a different philosophy or a different, a different doctrine of some sort. So Mercury is all about, you know, of that religious and spiritual and that whole kind of experience. However, since Mercury is very lonely here, it is likely that it will not find the right support or the right guidance. So you may see people learning a lot about things but not really understanding what they mean. And this is an ongoing pattern that you will notice. I think it has been going on since the past at least one month that people learn a lot about things 
they get all the information necessary but they don't really know what's going on it's like watching short form content you know you want to consume information within 30 seconds 5 seconds maximum 60 seconds your attention span is really low and you expect that okay watching that 30 second video will somehow make you super like like socrates or aristotle you're not going to be that okay that's not what 30 second <laughs> tiktoks and shorts and reels do for you they're merely mindless entertainment okay quick information so not everything in the world is quick information you really have to understand for instance if you want to learn astrology you have to give years and years learning astrology you will have to give yourself time to understand how planets function you'll have to learn how they interact with each other and then you will have to observe the movements of these planets in the sky alongside uh, different birth charts of different people to actually know that you're going somewhere and this will take years and years and years and this is true for literally anything in the world you want to be a rocket scientist well give it time give it years you want to be a good cook you want to be able to cook food for yourself give it time that 2 minute recipe you learned from somewhere is barely scratching the surface if you want to cook and if you want to live on your own cooking you better be learning new things and you better do it for years and you better get good at it there is no shortcut whatsoever but ironically we are living in a shortcut world so everything needs to be you know spoon fed to people regardless of their age regardless of their generation people are like you know give me the information within 5 seconds yeah fine fine we'll only give it the information we'll not care whether you want to understand or not and that's why uh, remember we talked about this in the previous few episodes as well that the true guru the true teacher is really in hiding because there are a number of very casual seekers just like mercury in sagittarius very casual seekers they just want to know what's going on they just want to scratch the surface and they have this huge ego that they want to project and they want to protect and you know they want to tell the world that they are very intelligent and know stuff well it's not like that it's not like that at all you have to learn you have to give your time and that is the reason why you have to be very careful about who you're interacting with what you're interacting with and what on earth are you giving your time to we only have 24 hours in a day and we don't know how long we'll live so we would try to ensure that we give our time to things that really mean something to us i recently got a comment on my youtube channel somebody um like asked this really really incredible question there like um i have different interests i have multiple interests at the same time so i'm interested in arts i'm interested in learning um you know how to code i'm interested in learning how to paint and i get attracted to literally everything in life i want to become an astrologer too and i want to become a numerologist too and i want to become a doctor too and i want to learn about nutrition too and they ask me what can they do about this well the answer is pretty simple i simply like told them this one thing would you still be willing to learn all these things if you had to pay for them because people really don't understand time value 
okay they don't understand the value of their time but they do understand the value of their money so the question is simple will you still be willing to learn it will you still be interested in becoming an astrologer if you had to pay for it are you only learning it because it's free and it's easily available and if you believe that okay i i have let's say um 5000 in my savings bank account and i'm ready and willing um to spend $2000 or $3000 of the course of the next 3 years to actually learn astrology then i or you or anybody in the world would believe that you're serious about things it's not really about spending that amount of money it's not about the amount to be very specific it's about giving yourself that mindset you really have to know that you're spending some resources whether time whether energy whether money you're spending some of your precious resource especially time to learn something okay and that is why you have to be careful about what you're learning okay right okay i'll give you an example so a lot of people are interested in ramayan and uh, a lot of hindi translations are very easily available and if you if you live in india if you if you're an indian um or if you know anything about india you know that ramayan the story of bhagwan ram is literally a, a part of our culture you know we all grew up listening to what ram did we all grew up listening to what ravan did we all grew up listening to the entire story of heroism and courage and actually standing up for your values and that's why i really really believe that he is purushottam purushottam mean uh, the man who's the greatest of them all the greatest of all men not the greatest of all kings but the greatest of all men and what makes ram the greatest of all men is his value system okay this man stands by his words if he said something he'll do it he promised his father that he'll go and live in the forest for the next 14 years and even though his father died and even though his brothers came to get him back even though the entire kingdom wanted him back immediately upon the demise of his father he said that i am not going to go back i promised my father that i will live in the jungle for the next 14 years so that's what i will do so that is a man of his words i mean if we can even be a fraction of who he is that will be amazing and look at his brother his younger brother there are four of them uh, lakshman says that okay brother i'm going with you wherever you go i'm there i'm not going to leave you alone right i'll be there to like to care for you and there is a word called seva i don't know how seva is actually translated into english most people will call it service but seva is not service seva is when you willingly with a lot of devotion take care of somebody so lakshman said i'll take care of you and then there was bharat uh, bharat said brother come back father is no more we want you to become the king that's your rightful uh, you know place so go go there and we'll serve you there we'll be your subordinates when ram says no bharat simply takes uh, his slippers it's called khadao it's basically a wooden slipper of sorts and bharat says that you know what my father is no more my brother is like a man of his word so he's not coming back he's upholding his promise so what i'm going to do is i will not be king 
because two of my brothers are not there so i will not be king i will not take that place so he takes his brother's slippers and he keeps those slippers on the ratsinghasan ratsinghasan is you know the throne of ayodhya so he keeps those slippers on the throne of ayodhya as a representation on on behalf of his brother and then he rules but as a servant of ram you know who's only there till ram is back and he's being guided by the principles of ram and if you read these stories and you go in details my god it gives you us i mean i'm getting goosebumps right now and i have read and heard and watched the story countless times and what really resonates is the fact that these are universal values these are not values that are specific to india and indians alone these are universal caring for your family caring for your wife caring for your brother caring for your parents and really being a man of your words it means something but you know what is happening even though ramayan is so easily available i mean there is an anime about ramayan and i love that it's called ramayan the legend of prince ram and it's i mean it's fantastic i've watched it countless times and i really wish it was on dvd somewhere i don't really collect dvds but i'll collect that <laughs> if it's available so it's it's so easily available in india we we know the story by heart but suddenly you know a lot of people they have an interest in ramayan but you know what they'll do instead of reading ramayan they will listen to a podcast of somebody talking about ramayan so when you're listening to somebody else you're basically getting a diluted version of that thing right because most people are talking about ramayan they themselves probably studied it one day ago it shows <laughs> because they themselves don't know what they're talking about they themselves don't know the essence of being ram or the essence of being ravan and i think that's where the entire thing goes uh, down the drain right so we if you want to learn we want to learn from the gurus or we want to learn from the source so either we read ramayana ourselves or we go to a learned guru who understands the deep essence of ramayana and we you know go to him and we learn it from him we hear the stories from him we understand the symbolisms from him or her so again what we are doing here is we are only scratching the surface is not really uh, understanding what lies in the depths of the story right so the same goes for other disciplines as well okay let's come come out of this myra mayan haze the same goes for other disciplines as well uh, there is a lack of guiding light so we are just trying to you know scratch the surface and we are like in the dark and we trying to figure out where the source of light is and while we're trying to do that we are interacting with a ton of things which may or may not be that deep or that meaningful so this is precisely what is happening um you know with mercury in sagittarius as well wants to learn a lot wants to increase its horizons all good things obviously but right now he does not have the support or he does not have the light that could guide him in doing so and this will happen um till at least the middle of december however let me tell you this um that you know getting interested in these things or getting interested in new things is not bad and when you start you will obviously be 
lost and that's okay it's a part of the process and you will soon get your light too Okay so let's not forget that Mercury is a very active planet and even though he doesn't know what to do exactly and he's more about information than knowledge he still wants to get things done okay he wants to go out there he wants to explore new horizons and that's precisely what Sagittarius also asks him to do he's like eventually it's Jupiter right it's a Jupiter ruled avenue so Jupiter is very expansive so Scorpio was not Scorpio was about depth that you go deep into something you understand something like in, in great depths but with sagittarius it's about okay fine i'm i'm done with the depth let me figure out how far it goes um then that's why you know it's very important how mercury moves because he moves very quickly from scorpio to sagittarius because he did not want to go deep into anything at all and he's like oh i want to learn new things and then he comes back and then he's like okay give me some depth now need it <laughs> so mercury right now wants to expand on his knowledge learn new things improve himself so that's precisely what is happening to us as well mercury does not like to sit still he doesn't like to toe a boring line and sagittarius too you know he likes the, the entire rashi the entire sign likes adventure mercury likes adventure so now mercury would want to understand new things touch upon new subjects that it had never thought about before or finally embark on a journey that it only dreamed about which is amazing it's very positive but here too mercury will be in a hurry to get things done so he's not really stopping okay he's not really learning his lessons he's still about getting things done in a hurry so while he is doing this while he has a lack of light the sun will thankfully come into sagittarius and give him the light that he's looking for the sun's transit in sagittarius in the middle of december can be extremely helpful because the sun is majestic and acts as a guiding light for mercury it was looking for a stable process or a complete answer he was just looking for information and he knew that there is some knowledge hidden somewhere So the sun will come into Sagittarius and show him that okay there are the answers these are the answers that you need to work on Mercury will now understand exactly what needs to be done and he will have to move back to Scorpio between December 28 and January January 7 to understand where it went wrong and also start afresh so maybe you got interested in astrology okay i'm giving an example and you like watched every video possible on YouTube you went ahead and um like listen to every podcast and you read every other article and you just wanted to learn everything in a hurry and lo and behold you realize <laughs> that astrology too has different schools of thought there is this western tropical zodiac there is the indian sidereal zodiac and then even in the indian system there are like tons of variations and you realize that okay now i'm confused so sun will come in here and sun will be like okay sun sun will be like okay sun as in you know your child like child this is where you should get started okay and then mercury will be like ah oh, right i got it now let me come back so mercury comes back to scorpio learn something in depth 
and then he starts expanding his horizons so maybe you first learn about parashari jyotish right and you learn it in at least considerable depth not like you become a pandit immediately overnight that's not possible but you learn something in considerable depth and you're like okay i'm comfortable with the concepts and basics and now let me figure out how gemini jyotish works right so that's amazing so why am i talking about starting over again and again because scorpio and sagittarius hold a gandant and you know what gandant is a gandant is a point where and a water sign meets a fire sign so when fire and water meet that's not really a very conducive let's say place to be at and there are three gandants in the entire zodiac so the first is between cancer and leo the second is uh, scorpio and sagittarius and the third is between pisces and aries so mercury now gets the sun's support in a beneficent sign and finally learns his lesson so while he moves into sagittarius he goes through the gandant once then he moves back into scorpio goes through it twice and then again from scorpio he goes you know further into sagittarius so he goes through the gandant thrice so it's not really a very comfortable position for mercury to be in however it will be sort of purification by fire so he will finally learn his lessons he'll finally have to redo things and since it's gandanta it will be like redoing something karmic redoing something really important okay so he will be correcting his mistakes and he'll come back to happily hop through sagittarius but you know instead of being too dramatic and impulsive when mercury comes back into sagittarius in january next year our prince will be very 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 sober you know he'll be a lot more um collected and calm and composed actually you know what while i was writing this whole thing down that i have to make a video on mercury in sagittarius today i just felt like i need to watch something and um i went to netflix and i just wanted to like watch you know these are there are times you want to play a movie in the background right so i just got uh like my eyes landed on a movie called the prince and i wanted to watch it actually i was like what is this so it's a very old indian movie uh probably made i don't know maybe in the 60s or 70s i don't exactly know so i i just watched it on impulse and i was just intrigued like i watched the entire movie and i was glued to the screen uh, the, the story was nice um uh, because whatever is happening with mercury right now is exactly what happened with the titular main character of the prince as well isn't it interesting i mean uh in the movie shammi kapoor plays the role of a entitled prince okay he's like he believes that the world is at his uh, feet and he is very entitled in a way so one day he ends up meeting a sadhu baba ji like an old wise man and he for some reason ends up beating him like very badly but the old wise man doesn't retaliate and in a very gandhian sort of way he says that you know what i i, I don't hate you or anything so shami kapoor finally breaks down like a child like the entitled child he is and then sadhu uh the swami ji he actually helps him out figuring things out 
and shami kapoor asks him the prince asks him like what can i do to make myself better i want to be like you and the swami says that you know you're too engrossed in your reality as a prince why don't you go out for 6 months and live um your life as an ordinary man don't tell anybody anything don't take any money just go and live your life as an ordinary man and he does that he fakes his own death and um he lives as a ordinary man a very poor man actually um there are lots of twists and turns i won't spoil the movie for you if you want to watch but he lives that and he learns his lessons about humility about the value of family about being a complete human actually and it's a beautiful movie actually if you get your time you know just watch it it's nice um so why is this you know why was i attracted to that movie because as i always say you know even on the second channel bhagyashree holistic lifestyle i always tell you that the outer world is always a reflection of our inner world so i had my eyes uh, stuck on the prince i had no idea what the movie was about i just watched it on impulse and that's precisely what i am writing on my laptop too i'm writing the story of you know a spoiled prince mercury who didn't want to learn anything so he went into sagittarius to explore new things finally he had to come and learn his lessons again wonderful i mean i loved it so i also talk a lot about angel numbers and animal symbolism not that i believe that there are angels sitting like on your shoulders asking you to do the right things i don't believe in that but i do believe that anything that catches your attention anything that gives you a sense of meaning really has meaning i truly believe that okay so i hope you understood the entire thing i hope i didn't blabber on for too long um i think yeah i do blabber a lot that's okay <laughs> i hope you like it and i hope this is meaningful i hope this gives you some hope some inspiration in your life and you know exactly what to do because i am 100% sure if you're listening to me if you're listening to my blabbering it is not happening just because it's happening for a reason and i hope that reason is very positive and brings something amazing to your life so that's all guys see you next time bye bye